It's Friday, January 18th, 2019, and this is Truckin' Nuts. I, I love that song for some stupid reason. I don't know why, but I just do. I just do. I love it. And uh, yeah, something's not right here on the audio for me. There it is. Okay, so I was doing it wrong. Imagine that. I'm a bonehead. What do you expect? Anyways, we're going to do some uh, start the pre trip like I said I was going to. And. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But first, let me see. We're up to an average of 10 listens per episode right now. Yay. You guys are awesome. Uh, I'm enjoying having you guys around listening. Um, so, you know, I'm not podcasting. I'm not talking to myself. I'm actually podcasting. <laughs> uh, let's get the, the um, necessity stuff out of the way. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, um, Podbean, Radio Public, Stitcher, and your favorite podcaster. One thing I I've, I keep failing to mention is that you guys can find us over at boneheadmedia.com. Uh, that's my actual production site. Uh if you go check it out, you can find my other podcast that I do, Intro Radio. It's going to start a new season. I'm, I'm switching over to seasons basis on that. And that's on February 2nd. If you want to find out more of that, go to boneheadmedia.com. And also, you can find all the show notes, especially for the pre-trip series. They're, it'll be a little while before I get them posted over there because I have to do it when I'm on Wi-Fi because I'm not using wordpress or anything i'm using it's just a static website um i'm going to put all the show notes for the pre-trip series each episode into individual um uh oh what do you call it episodes posts episode posts sorry for popping the p i'll bring my pop filter with me next time but i am in the truck again still it's february 18th this is what happened. I got empty yesterday. I was supposed to get loaded yesterday. Um, the product was not ready. I'm getting loaded in Arkansas City, Kansas. And the product was not ready yesterday. And they say it's going to be ready today. So I'm sitting in a truck stop at exit 4 on 35 in Kansas. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> And we, we've got this major snowstorm coming across the Midwest. And it's supposed to be hitting tonight, Friday night into Saturday. Um, the biggest, heaviest hit is going to be in the media, middle section of the, of the Midwest. Which is basically where I will be driving 
<laughs> most of because I'm coming from Kansas up to Michigan and uh, it's a load that can't freeze and I don't have a reefer so there you have it it's going to be an interesting ride tonight and then tomorrow morning um, I don't know if I'll actually make it through there or not because people down here are not real friendly and real smart at driving in the snow um, that's pretty much all I can think of right now so since nobody signed up with my threat yesterday <laughs> not really a threat I just want one person to support me at anchor.fm slash truckingnuts slash support one person supports and I will stop doing promos you will never hear a promo out of me again but since nobody's signed up since yesterday here's a promo I didn't mention in the intro there that uh, you can email me at Uncle Bonehead, U-N-K-L-E, Bonehead, at PM.me. And you can also send me a message right through the Anchor.fm app. Glad you're listening on Anchor.fm. It's an awesome, awesome platform. And uh, that's for another show. <laughs> We're talking about the... This is the first episode. We're going to talk about pre-trip. Because pre-trip is a very, very important thing for every truck driver. And even... You people that are in your four-wheelers, it's it's an important thing for you guys, too. And a lot of the stuff that I'm going to go over in the pre-trip series is has a lot to do with cars, too. So, especially if you're going, like, on a, you know, a road trip or you're taking a family vacation, you know, throwing the kids in the car and going to a lake or a beach or just, you know, going to Grandma's house over the river and through the woods and it's a it's a really good thing to keep keep yourself in mind and have have a habit to doing this okay so the first part it's the most important thing on the truck it's something that a lot of drivers overlook a lot of even safety departments and and big companies overlook this and it's the single most important thing on the truck the, that you can really take care of and that is you yourself the driver because you're important man I mean I'm important in my I'm, I'm so important I'm a legend in my own mind but it's you've got you've got to take care of your body um, your family is depending on you if you got a family or, or your significant other or your girlfriend or your wife or your whatever you call it in the LGBT community. I don't know. The, the most important thing is you. You got to take care of your body. You're, not only is your company depending on you to stay healthy and take care of the truck and the, the load, but your customers are depending on you. The general public is depending on you. You need to look at it as part of your job, not just, you know, you're stuck in a truck all by yourself. So you know, blah 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 blah. blah. Don't, don't don't get into that attitude. We're all brothers and sisters out here on the road. 
we all got to help each other and take take care of each other and you've got to take care of yourself most importantly um you gotta ask yourself you know questions are you safe to operate a 40 ton truck are you sick do you feel like throwing up don't drive you know are you tired do you feel like another 30 or 60 minutes in bed would be better don't drive take a damn nap it's you're the one that's responsible for that truck no matter what anybody says you know just take a damn nap if you're tired if you if you've got the flu and you're throwing up you got stuff coming out of both ends don't drive you know there was a couple of times last week when i had the flu i didn't drive and i felt like crap i went to bed i called dispatch and said hey i'm going to bed i feel like shit i'm i'm not gonna drive and you know what they said all right call me back when you wake up let me know when you feel better you know, most dispatchers and most companies will understand. I mean, it's if you're worried that you're going to get nailed somewhere, you know, down the line about, oh, you're too sick, you know, all the all the time, you can't get never get your loads. Yeah, they can. They will probably do that if it's a big company. But if you know, like my like my company, Midwest companies, they are awesome. You know, if, if you're sick, you don't feel like driving, or if you just feel like you want to take a day off, you call and say, hey, when I get empty, I want to take a day off. <laughs> Those people they'll be like, okay, we'll find you a load the next day. It's not that hard. Um, if, you know, if you're tired, go to bed. You might end up being late to a shipper or receiver. Your dispatcher might get pissed off, but so what? You're in control of the truck. Until it comes down, when it, until it gets to the point where they can shut your truck off or control it somehow, <laughs> you are the pilot of that truck. You tell it where to go, not not some dude in a dispatch office, you know, a thousand miles away. Um, you're responsible if you crash because your action time was slightly slowed due to, due to fatigue or an illness. Okay. Say you're busy, you're driving down the road, you got to puke, you grab the big gulp cup, and you puke in the cup while you're driving. And then all of a sudden you look up, and traffic stopped. That's your fault, because you were driving when you were sick, and you weren't supposed to. So, the FHWA, DOT, is on our side, drivers. They will back you up. It is illegal for a company... To punish you for calling in sick while you're driving or refusing to take a load because you, you're sick they cannot fire you for that they cannot retaliate you against that or for, for that you they the DOT will back you up you can call the DOT and you can rat them out and the companies are getting fines I don't have the website on me but there is a website now that you can actually report shippers and receivers and brokers and dispatchers and to where they are asking you to do illegal things. And uh, you can report them. And they do follow up. From what I've read, they are dumping some pretty hefty fines on some of these companies. Um, oh, where did I... I got this all rode out like a nice pretty blog post and I totally got confused uh 
It all comes down on you if something happens. Not your dispatch, not the shipper, not the receiver. It is you. The FHWA has stated for years and years that it is the driver's responsibility to operate the vehicle in a safe and legal manner. Your employer cannot legally punish you for not operating the truck in an unsafe manner, including fatigue or illness. If you are forced to do so, you must cover your ass by marking it all down on your log that you were forced to drive when you didn't feel safe. And even that may not save you in a courtroom with some lawyers. What I mean is that if you don't feel like you can safely go on that go, then don't. If the company fires you or punishes you, then they were not working for you to begin with. Uh, wow, I really got to rewrite that sentence. There are literally thousands of driving jobs in the industry, and you can live virtually anywhere for any of the jobs. So don't sweat it. Remember that your CDL is what brings home the paycheck, not the company. Okay, so here's some tips. For staying healthy while driving the truck. Take a walk or a jog. Get out of the truck. Weather permitting, of course. You can do this during your 30-minute break. Even a walk for 20 minutes then can make a, a huge difference. Um, do some sit-ups your crunches and push-ups. You can do that in the bed, on the, in the bunk, in the sleeper. Uh, either lie on the floor or the bed. If you've got a freight liner or can fit between the gear shift and the bed then the point is to move your body get some resistance bands i've got several of them i've got like four of them um oh damn it i lost my spot again i gotta get some prettier show notes because i can't can't keep my i i go off on these tangents and andrew i'm sorry if you're listening but andrew called me out on this because i have this problem about going off topic and i will just i don't know if it's the add or ocd or whatever you call it but i'll get off on the top on this tangent and i'll just keep on going and not pay attention to where i was at like i'm doing now so sorry andrew if you're listening (laughs) uh get some resistance bands i got some from the sparrow hospital group in lansing michigan for free all i did was ask for them um because they are relatively inex- inexpensive at Walmart or sporting goods stores. I'm pretty sure they're on Amazon as well. Just make sure you use them. Stop eating at truck stops and fast food joints. No more McDonald's, Burger King, even Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, don't eat the two for three dollars quarter pound hot dogs from Pilot and Loves. Stay away from the Cinnabons. Back away from the Big Mac. Make changes in your diet. Just basically. Even small ones help. Don't get the extra cheese. Skip the cheesecake. Make the meals in your truck. <gasps> Wait a minute. Did I say make the meals in the truck? Yeah, I did. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit too. Uh, switch from Mountain Dew and pop to just water or unsweetened tea. Just a reduction in sugar is a huge improvement. Uh, maybe using switch to Splenda instead, you know, of sugar. Even diet Dr. Pepper tastes pretty good for being diet. Eventually, you will feel more refreshed from the water or tea. And when you slip up and grab a regular pop, you'll totally freak out over how sweet and sugary it is. Uh, 
we have to take 10 hours off a day. So plan it well. 10 and a half hours each day of doing nothing is a lot of time to do something. You know, you got your 10 hours plus your 30 minute breaks. That's 10 and a half hours. That's an awful lot of time of not doing nothing all day. Um, I know it's probably going to get some crap for the from some of you, but about 90% of being successful at truck driving is time management. Whether you are, agree with me or not, a pre-trip is critical to your day as a driver, and it should include a time and place for your daily exercise and rank, and and rank right alongside it in importance with the fueling and safety checks. Your truck can't and won't operate in it if it's not maintained, and neither will your body. Okay, now let's talk about uh, some ways you can save money and be a little bit more healthier during the week or during your time in the truck get an inverter i recommend a minimum of a 2000 watt inverter um some companies may not allow you to, to install it but their shop will do it for you our shop provides our guys with inverters and and uh, apus and refrigerators uh, some of our trucks came with microwaves um it all depends on the deal that the boss gets uh, but he will always put an inverter in your truck and an APU. And that's what I love about my, my, my company. They are so freaking awesome. I should just make them the sponsor, but I'm not going to. I digress. Um, get a cooler or a fridge and stock it with good food, not crap junk food. Don't be getting these damn... TV dinner craps. That's nasty. Um, if you're going to do something like the prepackaged food, get Nutrisystem or Weight Watchers. You know, Nutrisystem is like 40 bucks and it comes with like a month's worth of food. Or no, it's a week's worth of food. It's uh, 40 bucks. You can get it at Walmart and it's a little itty bitty box. And it's got breakfast, lunch, and dinner in there and snacks. And it's good. Doesn't look like a whole lot of food, but once you start eating it and get used to eating it, it fills you up pretty damn quick. I don't like it because it didn't work for me, but that's my own personal opinion. But when it did work, it worked pretty good. Uh, get an electric burner, pots and pans and cooking utensils. I got an electric burner that I plug into the inverter. Um, I got it on Amazon for like five, ten bucks, something like that. Um, I've graduated up from that. I am now using the George Foreman grill and broil. Yeah, I had to look down to see what it was. It goes up to 425 degrees. It's got a low broil and a high broil on it. It's got, uh, different plates on it. You know, not just, it's, it's got the standard Foreman plates, but it's also got waffle plates that, you know, they swap out top and bottom and then it's got a griddle that you know is the bottom i think that's all it's got yeah and uh yeah it's it's freaking awesome i can cook breakfast lunch and dinner on this thing even though i don't i usually skip lunch but but i can cook i've cooked hamburgers on this i've cooked tacos i've cooked uh chicken fried steak 
scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, <laughs> um, hamburger helper. I've, I've done all kinds of stuff on this on this George Foreman grill. It's freaking awesome. And my 2,000 watt power inverter works just fine. Um, no, I left the CB on. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you heard that or not. There's a DOT bear waiting next to the casino. Uh, <laughs> uh, get a slow cooker or a crock pot. Uh, that... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, they, those work wonders. A slow cooker, crock pot, those are awesome. The only thing that drives me nuts about using the crock pot is, you know, it's an all-day deal to cook, you know. And so you, you throw your pot roast in there or whatever you're going to cook for supper, you're cooking for supper, and you throw it in there and you plug it in and you go trucking. You know, for the next three four hours however long you're trucking while that stuff's cooking you're smelling that while you're driving down the road man that's freaking torture in a little itty bitty truck you know and, and that oh man that just that i i can't stand it i can't do it because i just sit there and get hungry and hungrier and hungrier and hungrier so i don't do the the crock pot no more you can also get a burton stove to go it's also called a lunchbox cooker um you can get them in Pilots, Flying J's, Loves, they're all for like, I think 40 bucks or so. And uh, it just plugs into the cigarette lighter. And it looks like one of those big black lunch boxes. And those are awesome, but it's, a, it's basically a crock pot. And it's got the same problem for me. You know, I sit there and smell it going down the road all day and sit there and my stomach grumbles and growls. Uh, get a microwave. They've got microwaves now that are 12 volt. They plug into the cigarette lighter. This truck came from the factory, outfitted with the plug-ins for a 12 volt TV. It's got the cigarette lighter plug up there and a DVD player plug. And this one's got a microwave, you know, with a 12 volt plug. Um, you can use toaster ovens. You know, those are 12 volts. You can get those all at the pilots. Same way with the microwave and get them at pilot. You know, Flying J, Loves, wherever. They're 12 volt. They plug into the cigarette lighter. And they are cool. Um, if you're lucky enough to have a dedicated route. Or you're home frequently. You can prepare your meals ahead of time. And just throw them in the microwave. Crock pot. Or pan. Or warming or whatever. If you don't have time to do that at home. Try to sweet talk the significant other into doing it for you. During your week out. That way, when you get home, all you gotta do is, you know, take it, throw it in the truck with you, and then throw it in the microwave, and there you go. Um, basically, as far as as uh, what to eat, uh, try to eat more veggies, higher protein, bacon. <laughs> uh, technically, not bacon because of the grease, but it is very high in protein. And very low in carbs. Uh, <laughs> just basically cut the carbs and eat more veggies and more protein. Um, while I'm not a doctor or a dietitian, I'm willing to help you out if you need it. I strongly urge to do your own research and implement changes in your lifestyle. It doesn't have to be a drastic overnight change. Baby steps are fine. 
any steps are preferred over no steps at all. You can do all kinds of research, but nothing will change unless you're the one that makes it happen. And uh, so, yeah, that's that is the pre-trip. And while wow, this is a pretty long episode, sorry for making it so long, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, since it's early in the day, I'm probably going to call the broker and ask him just about how long till that damn load's going to be ready. Um, I don't know if I'll, I, I might, might post another one after this, but the next episode in the pre-trip series is going to be called The Approach, and it's an entirely different way of looking at things. This is just the way I do a pre-trip. Um, if, if you don't agree with the way I do it, that's fine. Give me tips. Tell me what you do. But remember, you're the most important thing on the truck. And uh, never forget it. Because, you know, we all want to come home. Be good, drivers. Stay safe. Never ever stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face. 